0: Kenny, Bilky's gone. Indeed. But, as they say in Hollywood, the show must go on.
1: As it always does. (laughs)
0: Let's get that intro music going and get this show on the road. Welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. I'm your host, as usual, Jan Holston, and as mentioned prior, Bilky is nowhere to be found. He could be in the abyss somewhere, he might be lost in the Spider-Verse, we have no idea where this man is. But, don't you worry, with us once again is the father of the prophet child of Label Gang, the one, the only, Kenny the Plug, how are you doing today, sir?
1: Oof. It's been a great day, mate. I'm glad to be here.
0: Oh, I'm glad to be here, too, on another lovely Friday evening, by the way. This weather, I'm, I'm telling you, it's really
1: A1. I gotta get out there.
0: <laughs> well, on the show tonight, we got some amazing PS5 launch details, a list of upcoming films for when theaters reopen, and much, much more. So let's get a sweaty. Yes. <laughs> First on the docket, uh, DC movies are making an early exit on HBO Max. So HBO Max is uh, set to lose nearly half of its DC movie titles in July 2020. Specifically July 1st. Uh, Warner Media streaming service is only a few weeks old and used the heavy DC line- lineup as a major selling point for their platform. Um, but these are set to lose the following titles. And these are pretty big ones here. We got Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman Ramen, uh, Catwoman. No one's crying over that one. Uh, <laughs> jonah hex the losers steel and the lego batman movie so uh oh what the hell i heard that that was a technical difficulty oh well (laughs) (laughs) um so kenny have they botched their launch like if you're gonna launch a streaming service and then have your movies that you used in most of the marketing dip out like a month later what are you what are you doing
1: So my question is, do you think this is truly botched or planned?
0: Oh my god, the the deep cuts, Kenny, my goodness.
1: HBO is known to be assholes, so.
0: (laughs) That is very true. I think it's like half and half, you know? Um, I think the article I was reading said they're going to plan on rotating their DC movies anyway, but it's still just kind of suspect, though, because you're you're baiting people in with like all these big titles.
1: Yeah, like... You know, (laughs) blockbusters. (laughs) I mean, you're going to toss out like the stuff nobody really cared about.
0: Right. I mean, like, I'm not, you know, losing my mind over bat nipples being gone off the lineup, but, (laughs) you know, I like, I enjoy watching Wonder Woman. I still get enjoyment out of watching Batman v Superman and Jonah Hex and stuff. Like, the Lego Batman movie. It's like one of the best Batman movies that's been made in the last 20 years. (laughs) You know, and it's just like, it's all kinds of sad. So, which one of these are you kind of like, if you had. HBO Max you were thinking about getting HBO Max which one would you be like oh no they're they're losing they're gone
1: mm, probably Justice League or Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice
0: oh okay all right all those right. are
1: two movies i really think i need to put more time into and give them another go so yeah it sucks that now that opportunity will be gone soon
0: that's that's a fact. They will absolutely be gone. You will not be able to see them <laughs> on HBO Max. But hey, there's all the other kinds of streaming services. If you got Amazon, they're on there. I think so. You know, it could be could be bad. Could be good.
1: Oh, no, I'll be good. Yeah, I got that.
0: Yeah. Do you think HBO is going to be able to recover? Because we did talk about the the Snyder Cut. Is that going to be the saving grace for this platform? Do you think?
1: Um. No, I don't think that's going to be it. I think eventually they're just going to start moving big shit like. For all we know, they could, like, start doing, like, movies straight from the theater for people who are still concerned about going to the movie theaters.
0: Mm, okay.
1: So, like, I feel like they'll give that as an option. If anybody's gonna do it, it's gonna be HBO. I couldn't see any other <laughs> large cable, you know, station doing that besides HBO.
0: Yeah, I, I feel you on that one for sure. For sure. Um, and I think I'm on the other side. I think it's just, like, the, it sucks now for sure. But I'm telling you, come that Snyder Cut, dude, everyone's going to forget about this little debacle and everyone's going to be happy because the Snyder Cut's out. And it's it's just going to be a, a good old time. It's going to be a great, grand old time, Kenny, I'm telling you.
1: I'm waiting on it.
0: <laughs> All right, well, moving on down the list here, The Empire Strikes Back, the acclaimed Star Wars film, turns 40 this year, Kenny. I don't know if you knew that.
1: No, I did not. That's dope.
0: Yeah, so for the 40th anniversary, uh, Lucasfilm has come up with quite a unique way to celebrate... Um, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back, they are going to be releasing a series of books uh, titled From a Certain Point of View, The Empire Strikes Back. Um, from a Certain Point of View, uh, this will feature 40 stories by 40 authors, um, reimagining the classic sequel through the eyes of background characters, heroes, villains, droids, and creatures. Um, Lucasfilm has yet to announce the authors who will be partaking in the series, but damn it, I'm going to have to, like, read these, aren't I? Like
1: i oh, know that, that's fucking... now that sounds interesting <laughs> it's i mean it it kind of sounds like they just went to like a reddit forum and were like these are cool fan stories let's make a book out of them and hopefully they cut everybody a nice check but i, I think it'll be cool to check out though
0: it would be really interesting to like um i guess i think lando would be one i'd want to read for sure oh yeah you know what i mean because he was a pretty big part of that um Obviously, I'd probably want to read the Vader one if it's there, because that's an interesting time for Vader. Um, Leia would be interesting, too, for sure. Um, not much for Han. He's kind of in a <laughs> the cryogenic chamber the whole movie. But, yeah. <laughs> um, um, or at least the part that matters, he's in the cryo chamber <laughs> for yeah. it. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so yeah, what do you think about, I mean, you said a little bit about it, but like, are you going to be buying these books off the shelf as they come, or are you a big reader, Kenny? Um, I'm
1: not like a huge reader, like not, you know, a hardcover reader. I'll read it if I can find it online somewhere, if it's, you know, if it's a decent price, I'll probably get them slowly. Not all 40 at once, (laughs) probably, but Yeah.
0: Our friends over at uh, Galactic Dads will probably get all forty, uh, Mister Jedi John. I, I assume he'll be getting all of these books on release when they come out. But um, I think that's just a really weird and unique way to to celebrate a movie's fortieth, and especially one that's so iconic, right? You know, that's. Yeah. I think that's a that's a really cool way to do it, um, and it, and it won't ruin any of these like canon issues that they're having at Lucasfilm. So, looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's roll on down the list here and get into a little Marvel action sphere for a little bit. This is just a a wonderful story, Kenny. I don't don't know if you saw this story. Uh, This popped up on my Twitter timeline. But um, this is about a a real-life Dr. Octavius um, situation that happened. Uh, Eric Finman uh, is known across the internet circles as the world's youngest Bitcoin millionaire, by the way. Uh, wow. In 2011, at age 12, he invested $1,000 in the cryptocurrency. Uh, he earned himself 100 Bitcoin. As time went on, uh, Femin was able to use his earnings to fund a different venture, uh, in turn netting him even more of the uh, the currency. And then by 2017, the price of a single Bitcoin, you know how all that kind of blew yeah. up and was crazy. Um, so he he was worth over $3 million by the age of 18. Holy Tell no. me that shit isn't just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, he decided to use his money for good, uh, by recreating the Dr. Octopus limbs from Spider-Man as a workable prosthetic for people. What? Is that not, like, just one of the coolest stories you've heard ever?
1: That is horrible. Did you click
0: the hyperlink and just see I, the video? I'm doing that right is now. Is that not just like, wow? Like, what, what a nerd thing world? to do. <laughs> but they work. <laughs> I know. Wow. Like, what the hell? Oh man Drew's well, can he, nineteen yeah, so what do you think about a kid like that? you know, kind of putting some good in the world how do you, how how's that story make you feel?
1: uh it's nice to see you know you don't typically see people who <laughs> get a whole bunch of money like do something cool like that. they usually just blow it on stupid stuff, so it's you know it's it's nice to see somebody do something <laughs> right with their money.
0: For sure, dude. For sure, and it's like, yeah, you see this kid, and he's, you know, I, I remember yourself at eighteen, like, yeah. who, who, like, like, would you have thought at all about like maybe developing a prosthetic for somebody that's like a big fan of Spider Man and wanted to be like Doc Ock, you know? Hell, hell, no. Man. Like you're out there, you know. I'm buying a little I'm buying a Lambo, straight up. Yeah. Straight up, off no, rip. No, 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 no questions asked. I am buying a Lamborghini, straight up.
1: <laughs> I'm getting it delivered. I'm not even gonna go pick it up. I'm Hell it no!
0: You kidding me? And three million dollars at eighteen? Shit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, rolling on down this list here, we got movies coming back to theaters. Kenny, as previously discussed, uh, several movies have been delayed or rescheduled due to COVID nineteen. But with theaters set to reopen in July, uh, there's I think most of the theater chains are set to finally reopen in July. By the way. Um, uh, here's a list of our movies that will be there for when you go back to get your big bucket of popcorn and candy all right and the first one is unhinged this will be out july 1st uh it stars russell crowe as Derek bort um it's a directed th- or, sorry Derek bort directed thriller is is a uh, how that's supposed to read but you know words <laughs> are hard um, <laughs> as a road rage fueled uh, field stranger who begins terrorizing Rachel, played by Karen Pistorius, I've never heard of this woman uh, I'll have to check her IMDB
1: Karen Pistorius,
0: Pistorius uh, is a woman running late for work after the pair cross paths at a traffic light one morning, so the premise, you know I'm not exactly sold, but <laughs> I mean if the theaters are open you'll see pretty much anything is, is this one that you're gonna be like ready to go and and contribute to the theater's reopening when it gets going and all that kind of jazz, Kenny?
1: No. (laughs) I just, I don't know, I just, again, like you said, this is one of those I'll wait till it's on Netflix.
0: Yeah, I believe the article said it was definitely, it had all the vibes of a B-tier movie, but hey, it's the first movie, and or it's going to be one of the first new movies in theaters, so maybe it'll get some money back. We'll see. All right. The second one is a uh, Broken Hearts Gallery, and that opens July tenth. It, I'm telling you, folks, it probably sounds exactly like the title and everything that you're thinking. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sony Pictures hopes to become the first major studio to release a film uh, wide in theaters this summer with uh, the Broken, Arts Gal- uh, Broken Hearts Gallery, Broken Hearts Gallery, an original rom com from first time helmer Natalie Krins- Krinsky, Krins- mm-hmm. Um and starring Gerald Geraldine. Vizwathan, Viswanathan from Cockblockers. I, I, I'm sure if I saw her face, I'd remember it. Anyway, uh, she plays the character Lucy, who is a twenty-something art gallery assistant, um, from New York City, and she creates the titular, uh, gallery, a pop-up space for the items love has left behind after her latest breakup. <laughs> well, Kenny. <laughs> Sure, have some diversity in the first two weeks of July, don't we? Yeah, I was going to say
1: these, <laughs> these. sound like m- movies that should have just gone to Netflix. I uh,
0: know that that one for sure should have gone straight to DVD. Or yeah, I, this sounds like the independent section on Netflix. You know, you're scrolling through and it's like it's one of those new ones, like Justin. You know, I don't know about that one. Maybe not. I'm also single, so maybe this <sighs> is for this is for people with like you know significant others or like women that drive their money so we'll, we'll see yeah. about that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. oh man but this is the one that everyone's been talking about for a very long time uh it's the next christopher nolan film it's tenet and that comes out on july 17th um it might not be the first movie uh slated over in july but all eyes are on christopher nolan's tenant ahead of its uh still scheduled release date of this month or that month or whatever uh, the director's latest original project, a globe-trotting espionage thriller with sci-fi twists, um, is an outlier among the 2020 tentpoles uh, in the sense that it hasn't budged from its original summer date throughout the lockdowns in the hope of being able to welcome audiences back after theaters reopen for business. Now, Kenny, I've seen trailers for Tenant, and I'm telling you, dude, this is one that like, yo, this, this looks crazy. I'd probably yeah. go pay money for this one. That looked crazy.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, you know, try and go see that. That is, uh, I'll probably, I'm, I'm out of town that weekend, but I'm definitely at some point going to go try and see it. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. It's going to be decent, you know. I, or you at least kind of know what to expect, especially after seeing the trailer, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then on top of that, if you guys are, you know, still Robert Pattinson Batman fans, you're going to see him in this movie before yeah. you get to see him in the Batman. So and if that's, you're,
1: yeah, it'll give me a good idea of, You know, what kind of actor he is now, because I haven't seen anything (laughs) he's in since Twilight. He's more
0: than Twilight, Kenny. We told you this. Go see Tenet. Let's do it.
1: Prove me wrong.
0: (laughs) All right. And then the next one is Mulan. Now, this is the one that broke my heart. It was literally like a week and a half away from opening before the COVID lockdown. Um, Disney was just a couple weeks shy from releasing its live action remake of its animated Mulan movie in theaters when lockdowns began in March Prompting the studio to delay the film indefinitely before later rescheduling it to open in late July, um, even when it did that back in April, many saw it as overly optimistic to move, uh, and doubt that it will, uh, and had doubts about its ability to hit its new date. Um, have only uh, grown since then, um, to the point actually, Wall Street analysts have actually argued that uh, it would actually be better for Disney to send Mulan uh, to DVD. Um, versus actually releasing it in theaters.
1: <laughs> I mean, I th- I want to go see it still. I think it'll make money. Like, and it's like a it's a Disney movie that's gonna attract kids and parents, and they spend money, so it'll be a win for everybody.
0: Yeah, I I'm just like, wait a second. What? I mean, I guess they could have released it to VOD, but at the same time, like that's a big that's a big movie.
1: Yeah, that's a big title. That's like if they just dropped Lion King straight to D V D. It just
0: doesn't make sense, does it, when you think about it? Like yeah. at all, you know? It just doesn't yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll be in line for that one. I'll I'll be ready to get my Mulan on. I know there's no oh, Mushu, yeah. but still I'm I'm hyped. I can't wait. Um and then the last one on the list is Greenland. Uh this one comes out July thirty first. Uh, this film is about a family racing to seek shelter as Planet Killing Comet makes it (laughs) Jesus Mm. Christ. It's another one of these fucking disaster movies. Uh, (laughs) Makes his way to Earth and marked the latest entry in a long line of similarly goofy sounding genre movies for Butler. Oh good God. Um,
1: Oh, so it's like a comedy?
0: It's I mean it's 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 one of those like it's like Geostorm or like Sharknado. Or the what was the one with the rock? Or (coughs) L A or something like that, Los Angeles. Yeah, it's another one of these disaster movies where it's just C G I destruction simulations for an hour and everyone's crying (laughs) and I I don't know. I'll probably see it with my grandma if I'm around where she's at July thirty first because she's a Gerard Butler fan, but.
1: (laughs) Oh goodness gracious.
0: Well, of this list, Kenny, obviously, I have my favorite. I, I am going to see Mulan without a question. Uh, oh, are there yeah, any that fair. you are interested in that maybe stuck out to you besides Mulan? Uh, Tenet, for Tenet, sure. Tenet, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, right? It's Chris yep. Can't go wrong. <laughs> nope.
1: You know what to get you're going to get.
0: Oh, man. Well, it's time for DC TV stuff, otherwise known as Jalen Recaps The Flash, because Arrow got moved to Thursdays, but now it's actually off the air, and Bilky isn't even here, so who cares? Anyway... Uh, <laughs> um, Ralph dibney is fired from the Flash. What the fuck? So, <laughs> so <laughs> last week I told you guys about Ruby Rose. She's out as Batwoman, right? So like, I think it was last uh, last Thursday. Um, it might have been, yeah, it might have been Thursday or Friday. Either way, it was like right before we did our podcast. Hartley Sawyer got fired from the Flash because somebody dug up some sexist and misogynistic tweets. Um, and he's left the character, uh, up in the air, essentially, for season seven, and it's currently unclear whether or not the elongated man will be recast, replaced, but, uh, in this case, um, the reason for the departure is public knowledge, Kenny, like, everybody knows what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so you see these tweets, uh, in the doc here. (sighs) Which side are you on? Are you, are you firing the guy, or are we just going to be like these tweets are literally almost you know 8 9 years old so like who like what who cares
1: so i guess the only issue is it's the context of the tweets so it's like who's to say he necessarily changed cuz that's a pretty harsh thing to say
0: yeah he's talking about you know literally assault like just viewers just so you guys can kind of get a feel for the mood here on these tweets one of them says uh outside of the Seven Eleven, where i assaulted my ex-girlfriend lol it's uh, yeah. not a that's not a joke that you say to your friends no you know that's not
1: <laughs> that's, that's your lifestyle but
0: <laughs> that's um that's a very questionable thing to, to say out loud to people on the internet um here <sighs> And then they enjoyed
1: a secret boob viewing at an audition Addition today. To the, yeah, that one's fucked. sketchy to that's me, some too. some Harvey Weinstein shit.
0: It is. And half of me is like, they're eight or nine years old. Maybe he still acts that way, maybe he doesn't, right? But, like, at what point are we going to keep damning people for, for stuff that they did in the past? You know what I mean? Like, that's true. Like, I wouldn't fire like if i if you were an employee of mine kenny like i wouldn't fire you over something you did in seventh grade you know what i mean like that doesn't make sense to me and so when i see stories like this i understand like the severity of it especially in what's happening right now uh in the current climate of things um but at the same time it's like it was so long ago this is the james gunn situation all over again from uh guardians of the galaxy like okay the dude said some stuff Eight, nine years ago. I'm not the same person that was eight, nine years ago. So, like, who knows?
1: Yeah, so how old is Hartley?
0: He's like almost 30. Oh, so f- come on. Yeah, so I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, I don't. Now
1: know. that makes more, Okay, yeah.
0: Right? Like, you know, you, young 20 something, you'd say some stupid shit and you you'd go about your day. You know, it's yeah. not even like a, I don't know. It, it, it just didn't sit right with me. I'm assuming
1: this is before he was famous and stuff too.
0: Yeah, this is, this is before he was big obviously um so i it, it ra- i also raised the questions like which ex girlfriend is this that decided to just ruin this man's career that's kind of where my head, or or boyfriend whatever he's into i don't know um yeah. you know that's it's just a little suspect of the timing um but i understand completely on both sides cuz if you're if you're the c w with what's going on right now and you had someone send this to you you kind of have to like instantly press the fire button right like th- from a business yeah. standpoint um but that's what I'm...
1: sucks about cancel culture
0: oh yeah for sure <laughs> for sure the cancel culture is strong right now my my guy but um yeah but anyway we'll, we'll keep on we'll keep on rolling i just found it a very interesting and and things of that nature i just um yeah it's weird it's weird, Kenny, because in the matter yeah. of like two weeks, two stars off of these shows that are pretty famous for on the CW are just gone. So it's just like, what's happening? This Who's next? Beginning of the end. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. Alrighty, righty, rolling on down to video game news. Kenny, this is all you. We had that glorious <laughs> PS5 review with all the Gucci glamour. My God, it was beautiful. Did you Man. watch Did you watch the actual stream, or did you catch up on the stuff on uh, YouTube like I did?
1: I had to catch up on it later, because it was happening while I was at work. So oh, lame. But. but, I mean, <laughs> I caught it for what it was. It was cool still. Like, I didn't, like check social media or anything like as soon as i got off work that was like the first thing i watched just so i didn't have anything spoiled so um i mean the design like it looks cool the ps5 it looks like a wi-fi router
0: it does look like a wi-fi router i saw that yeah
1: it's like like we got the battle of the mini pc versus the wi-fi router yeah so it's you know it's not a bad design but i feel like the curve could make it easier to break because, I mean, I know it was standing up in the pictures, or I guess the video that they had. Hmm. But who's to say it can't, you know, lay horizontally? And if it does, I mean, it's susceptible to being stepped on. I know plenty of people who have stepped on their Xboxes or PlayStations. And I feel like with that curve, it'll make it that much easier for it to snap and, like, mess up very important hardware. Yeah. So that's that was, like, a concern of mine. I mean, I don't necessarily... I put mine in a place where... You can't really step on it, besides resting your foot on it if you're underneath my desk. But that's about it. I yeah, I looked at I it and
0: I was like, "What?" It did look like I—I I immediately got the Wi-Fi router vibe for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the—I was also kind of like, "Why is it so curved?" Like, even yeah. when it's standing up, I feel like there's a higher chance of it just timbering down from wherever yeah, you put it. Yeah, that's what
1: I was thinking too. Like the the Xbox Series X is just so thick.
0: <laughs> with two c's it's and, a know, block and, bro yeah it just
1: it's like a big old paperweight it's perfect it doesn't well, in my opinion i'm not saying it is i've you know i'm definitely team xbox but i'm not gonna shit on the playstation all day but yeah i mean the it, i don't know I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the curve but it doesn't look terrible just i wouldn't do that for a gaming system
0: no, and I, I, I get you want to make the sleek design and everything, but there has to be some level of functionality. I mean, look at the 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 Xbox. is just like, ah whatever. We know our our hardware is good, so we're just going to make sure it... Make you know, a it's, fucking it, block. It, it's literally just going to be a block. We don't really care about the cosmetics. People will buy our stuff. Where yeah. I feel like Sony kind of took the other route, and they're like, we're going to make it look real cool, man. You ain't going to see it coming, but... <laughs> Um, but that last note you had about the price war, because this is interesting <coughs> with consoles, Kenny. I know you're very versed in how launch things happen with consoles, and there's sometimes there's glitches and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and then you know people go under. So, like, talk to us a little bit about this pricing. That's that's already already begun for this. So, uh,
1: <laughs> so a lot of people are, are websites are speculating like it'll be like a seven hundred dollar console, but I just can't see that happening. I mean, no matter how next gen it really is there they know people aren't going to buy something that expensive maybe 600 but 750 plus that that doesn't seem likely but in a realistic world the you know the model with the disc tray that one's probably going to be around 500 bucks if not at the most 600 and then we're going to have that diskless model that was that looks exactly like a Wi-Fi router. That's going to be the 450 500 range.
0: Makes so sense. Like,
1: uh, this also is going to make Xbox have to step up and choose the price, I guess. But we already know Xbox is going to make it as cheap as possible. Because their motto from the jump has just been, you know, we want people to play. We don't care about how you play, just play. And... They're doing it, you know, they're helping Sony with their, uh, what's it called, uh, xCloud, like, Microsoft is doing xClouds where you can game, like, uh, play Xbox games on your phone anywhere. Oh, damn. And they're helping Sony with that same software, like, they had, it was a huge deal, like, a little under a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago, and they, like, made a merger to, or not a merger, but I guess, agreed to work on a patent to where they can both, allow people to game no matter where they are or what console they have.
0: Yeah, for sure. That sounds crazy awesome. Yeah. That sounds amazing, actually, now that I think about it.
1: And I guess getting back to the the console and the controller and all that, like, they kept... They always have been advertising the new controller haptics, like the vibration, the uh, the triggers, or I forgot the word they use. It's just a marketing term for real. But, but vibration, you know, all over the controller... Personally, I don't really care that much about where the vibration is in my hand when I'm playing a game. <laughs> That's what I'm using my ears and stuff for. I feel like that'll distract my senses from you know, using my ears, which are more reliable for something, like knowing if someone's around me, but if they want to add haptics to where your controller vibrates just in your left hand when you shoot a gun with your left hand or just on the right side when you shoot a gun on your right side, it's whatever, but I'm not sold. I don't think that's a good selling point in my opinion.
0: Um I kinda wanna know the the science on that. Like imagine if you're only if you're like a strictly FPS guy and like they do that thing we were talking about where it's it's only gonna vibrate in in one hand versus the other. Like is that gonna is that gonna mess something up? You know what I mean? Like Like, is that gonna give you more carpal tunnel or something?
1: I don't think that it's (laughs) I think it's just a like a, a flashy thing. Like I don't think it really is anything that gives a gamer an advantage, in my opinion.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, games on it look great uh, when they show the trailers and stuff, mostly because they're all in-engine, and we all know PS5's got full support of Unreal Engine 5, the new major engine for game developing. So everything is going to look great. Um, Let's talk about the games that we saw. Spider-Man Miles Morales.
0: Fuck, dude! I thought this was another DLC, but then I saw I the tweet so today. Too. I was like, "Holy shit!" No, they're just making a whole game.
1: Yeah, a whole separate game for Miles, <laughs> freaking Morales. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, and it's my a PS5 God. exclusive. I'm so mad, but I don't care. That's not gonna make me choose the PlayStation over an Xbox.
0: I'm not going to lie to you, it might make me cuz like I, I'm still console less. So like, yeah. I know Xbox has got all, all the other games that I want, but shit.
1: That I know that bro. one game. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: one game that might do it for me is the fact that I can play Spider-Man. I'll
1: probably try and find a way to mod it on my PC or something. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been mad about that, but whatever. yeah. Um, we saw Resident Evil Eight. Oh my god! I jumped. I'm so excited for Resident Evil Eight. I don't know. Do you remember playing Resident Evil Seven in college with me?
0: A little bit, yeah. And I yeah. shit my pants then, and I also shit my pants during the trailer. Uh, exactly. Had to go get a whole new load of laundry for that for that yeah, beauty that's, experience.
1: That's what they want, man. Like, they really know how to do this now. The first person move was the best move Resident Evil mm. games can make. I was so happy. You know, it didn't even feel like Resident Evil when I played Resident Evil 7, so I know Resident Evil 8 is going to be so good. And then, I don't know if you know much about the Resident Evil series, but at the end, you know, we had that shot, and uh, somebody's voice says, Chris? And then he shoots the guy? Yeah. Like, in the Resident Evil series, Chris Redfield is, like, a really good character. Like, he's, like, the main protagonist. And now he's evil and we're like what happened but if you played Resident Evil 7 at the end when I don't know no spoilers or anything but basically at the end of the game when you get saved and everything Chris Redfield comes and saves you or picks you up in a helicopter but it has the umbrella logo like the umbrella company logo and that's the notorious company that started the virus, you know, ah, that shit. originally started the Resident Evil series.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> so dude, that... So we're like, uh... wait, what? <laughs> I saw people geeking about it, because um, I was watching it, uh, I was watching all these trailers on an art stream uh, of this gal that I watch all the time on Twitch, and then um, people in the chat were, like, blowing up, they were like, oh, that's a thick Chris, oh my god! Yes. And <laughs> the like, was like, yo! He's,
1: he's gained weight, but, like, he's he's... He's thick, man. He's been yeah. he's been lifting.
0: say no, He's no, like he eating his protein. He's doing his thing, girl. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. <laughs> um,
1: oh, man. What's next? We got Returnal. That's a uh, an, an, uh, PlayStation exclusive, I believe. Um, that game looks... It gave me the Kojima-esque vibe. It did. Um, it did. Hideo Kojima is the uh, video game designer that worked on Death Stranding, for those of you that don't know. And that is like an amazing game it's basically a movie that you get to control um hideo kojima is a japanese you know film director and he's Mm. his movies are crazy so (laughs) when he gets into when he got into video game he he made um the metal gear solids
0: oh that makes a lot of sense actually yes so it's like
1: oh my god he's so good at telling stories through video games and like the stories are just so phenomenal. Every game he, he makes. So it's nice to see that we're going to get a game that kind of gives that vibe, even though it's not from him, to see how other developers can give their twist on making a Death Stranding kind of game.
0: Yeah, for sure. It looked, it, uh, as you said, all these games look amazing with that Unreal Engine, um, yeah. which is why I shit my pants so much with Resident Evil, because <laughs> it was all the, the new light mapping that it got going mm-hmm. on in that thing. is crazy. Um, but, yeah, no, Returnal looked really good to me. It looked interesting. It looked like a game that, like, if I was, you know, if I was doing the whole bundle thing and I had to, like, pick three to come with my console, I'm picking, yeah, you know... definitely one. Picking Spidey and then probably Resid- Resident Evil, you know, either it would be Returnal or Ratchet & Clank. Uh, yeah, One of those two would be the other one besides those two games, so...
1: Yeah, um, let's let's talk about Ratchet & Clank, though. That that was a cool trailer. I mean, everything looked really good, like, knowing that I've been playing Ratchet and Clank since I was like 8. It's kind of cool to see that they've kept <laughs> up and it's not a remake like these Crash Bandicoot's and Spyro the Dragons. It's a it's a complete sequel. And it, it it just looked amazing. The ray tracing really showed off with, you know, the water textures, the sky textures, oh the you know, shards of different universes looked really crisp and everything and then even when they were, you know, he was Uh, Shooting, you know, at his enemies and they were fighting or whatever. That was, that looked like real gameplay
0: to me. That's what I was, that's what we can
1: expect on a title like that. Good God, that's pretty good.
0: That's the thing that blew my mind that whole trailer. I'm like, is this like, I didn't see any text at the bottom or anything that said live engine gameplay, but that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, it looks so fluid. And when, when they were going through the little, the little fucking black holes, and like, I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" and I had all these flashbacks to like when I was that age too, playing it on my PS Two. Kids, that's uh, <laughs> that's the console the, we had. Ancient, ancient thing. But um, no, dude, I was so happy that it was it was actually going to be a, a legit sequel to Ratchet and Clank, and I was really excited to see those characters again because they were. Yeah. It was just such a fun game, dude. It
1: was, dude.
0: Yeah, I loved it oh um, man
1: i guess next on our list we got gran turismo now oh my God. i don't know if you've ever played gran turismo it's like sony's version of forza
0: dude kenny i used to live on that game on ps2 like no me joke too.
1: gran turismo three or yep. was it four nope, three or four it was four? three it was three yeah, for yeah, me yeah. yeah i was like i oh definitely had that me and my sister used to play that all the time and we would do the time trials and stuff <laughs> yeah yep. that's that's like the game that got me into cars and um, you know it looks great. I would I wouldn't expect anything less though. Racing simulators always look really good, especially with how all the forces of doing Forza games have been doing over the past couple of years, even on this current gen. So I know next gen is just gonna blow it out of the water um, with the the car decals, the scenery, the tracks, the weather. Seeing the rain and how the ray tracing captures the light in the rain, and with the headlights like i'm excited i I probably won't buy it i'm not a racing game kind of guy that much anymore but i'll definitely watch twitch streams or youtube videos of people (laughs) playing that just to see how good it looks because i know it's gonna look great
0: i mean if you're gonna you know i think that's a common thing in games right is to to launch a racing title when you have a new engine to show off because it's the easiest one to kind of get you like to see all the lighting effects and different environment stuff that you can see in a video game but yeah no it 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 started, and I was like, oh, my God, is this Gran Turismo? Like, oh, my God, it's Gran Turismo. It's exactly, back, dude. It's Again. Back. <laughs> it's just that nostalgia factor for it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, my God. Do I really need to go buy a PS5 instead of a new <laughs> Xbox? Like, bro, fuck me, man. They're, I know. They're hitting home with these exclusives, bro. <laughs>
1: that's, that's one thing I will always give Sony is that they kill it with exclusives. Xbox has some, like Halo and Sea of Thieves, I guess, but they're not as... They're, they're popular, but they're not as cool as Spider-Man and God of War, you know?
0: Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're, when you're talking, like, big, big exclusives, like, Halo's really the only one that Microsoft's got. Lo- really? Legit. Yeah. Like, that's about it, you know? And then you look at Sony, it's Gears just of hits, war. Sorry. hits, Gears of hits. War. Yeah, Gears of War, too. Um, but, I mean, Sony's just got the hits after... They got the Resident Evil series. They got Grand yeah. Theft. Like, you know, uh, Spider-Man, they've always had a lock on uh, for so long, um and Clank, you know, it, it, it just goes on and on and on. So, like, they know what's what's going down over there at exactly. PlayStation, you know. Um, so, yeah, so you, as a as a mainly an Xbox guy, how you feeling, you know? Um, Are they going to come back,
1: you know? I, if I were to rate their launch, they're not necessarily launches, their reveals. Yeah. I want to say Microsoft still won the reveal contest. Mm, um, do tell. Because it was unexpected. For one, like I was so shocked watching the Game Awards, and then he like Phil Spencer comes out. I'm like, wait a minute, what is he doing here? (laughs) And he goes, We want to show you guys uh, what the Xbox Series X looks like. Uh, No big deal. And we're like, Oh my God, my God! Like I think that's what made that moment so special. Is like Phil Spencer knows what he's doing when he wants to get people's attention. Like Sony knows they have people's attention, so they just have to say, Hey, meet up here and we'll talk about it. Yeah. But like Xbox is still on the. We want to just get people playing games we don't care what type of games how many games we want you just playing and they're like we're gonna surprise people people are gonna be talking about it people are still talking about it to this day obviously since this reveal because people kind of agree with you know my opinion is i think xbox still won the reveal contest the ps5 reveal wasn't bad but again it was expected um that kind of made people set expectations like me like i'm not dissatisfied with what we got but i was expecting a little more
0: yeah um, for sure did they launch titles with with xboxes i can't remember off the top of my head i just remember yeah the yeah, yeah yeah
1: um like gta is gonna be on there i'm That's pretty sure what, yeah. uh cyberpunk 2020 uh 2077 yep uh madden 2k you know all that yeah stuff. yeah 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 um, Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm buying that on the Xbox One, and then once the Series X comes out, then I'll still buy it again if I have to. But they said it's going to be, uh, Xbox is doing, you know, automatic free upgrade if you have it on Xbox One, unlike uh-huh. all PS4 and games to PS5. Hmm. So that's that's an also that's a that's a selling point Microsoft has is yeah. that people who had the previous console aren't gonna have to shell out that money all over again just to play the same games they just
0: bought. It sounds like there's better fluidity between launches with Microsoft. Yeah, generally yeah, speaking, they,
1: they care more about retention. PlayStation again knows they have the the clout to put in a price whatever price on anything and make anything look like whatever and it'll sell. Because, I mean, you saw with the PlayStation 3 when that came out, that was like 600 bucks. And that, like, looking back, uh, hardware wise, at that console, that thing is a piece of shit. And there's no (laughs) way. I'm so glad I was a 360 kid. Because there's no way I would have asked anybody to spend that type of money for that.
0: And I just remember, like, working all summer at my house, you know, I I made money cleaning the house. That's how I was going to save up for my 360. So, like, when it came time, I was like, the, the guy at GameStop was like, do you want to check out the PS3 too? And I was like, yeah, why not? You know, because I had enough money to get either one that was used, you know. But yeah. I was just like, even used, it was still like 400 something, but the, the used 360 I was going to get was like 330. So I was like, no, it just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel good to buy the, the PS3. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm getting similar vibes, but you know, we'll see.
1: Um. But I guess in terms of, the actual console itself, I still think. Again, I think the Xbox has this one. Uh, sure, I believe games are gonna look a lot better on PS. Not necessarily a lot better, but I feel like the games will run smoother because they work. They focus more on FPS than sheer power. Like Xbox is yeah. more power, can do a lot more with a lot less. But the PS Five is more focusing on the actual fidelity of the gaming experience as opposed to the console experience as a whole. Hmm. If that makes sense.
0: No, it, it definitely does. Makes perfect sense, but man, we are in another age of console wars, Kenny. Is yeah. is come to pass. We're it here, has. baby. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Kenny, it's time for that part of the show, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do. Hi, Kenny. What in tarnation is going on out here? We got People fighting over Xboxes. We got fucking movies coming out in in July. We got Heartless Sawyer doing racist tweets. What is going on, Kenny?
1: The world is being outed for the bitch it is.
0: It really is. You gotta take him over the knee and smack him with a belt real good-like, if you know what I mean. (laughs) It's time for If You Want to Read, where I give you some comic book, Netflix, or any kind of other recommendations uh, for your viewing pleasure. Uh, Kenny... I went down a a very terrible rabbit hole not too long ago. It was entertaining but it's, it's a complete waste of time. Uh I watched all these uh YouTube conspiracy videos. Oh yeah. It was uh it's like basically all these drama channels and they report on how like uh people like Pokimane and like Susie Liu and uh Pewdiepie kind of like abuse the the power they have of being these internet celebrities. Um mm-hmm to kind of ruin other youtube people's careers and stuff and it, it's fascinating. It really is fascinating to kind of so get into. How? So, you know how YouTube has their um their like flagging system and their like uh, anti-bullying stuff. Mhm. So, these people whenever these drama channels literally just do criticisms of things that come up with, uh that they do on stream um and talk about like, well, why aren't they getting, you know, disciplined by Twitch or disciplined by YouTube? Uh, they will flag those videos as, like, uh, harassment when it's literally just them talking about why it's unfair and, like, discussing the factual legalities of it.
1: Um,
0: yeah, Pokemane tried to shut down a channel called It's a Gundam um, because he was talking about uh, a situation she had with a, one of her simps on her uh, her Twitch stream or something. Um and it was like a whole, yeah, it's it's like a whole thing. If you if you ever do get into it, it's going to take you down an amazing rabbit hole uh, oh f- over the gosh. last, like, basically all of quarantine. I, I didn't know about it, but I imagine, like, if you actually kept up with these channels during March and April, you were probably just living. Because, like, it's all of these stupid people that are internet celebrities and basically do nothing for a living. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's... It's it's just comical the egos on these people, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like <sighs> like some of these especially the female ones, like they really don't understand, like, you're literally just there to be hot. Like that's your if you get in a car accident tomorrow, your Twitch fame and YouTube fame is gone. Like I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> like it's it's interesting to kinda of watch uh all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I'm that's sure my be uh,
1: some people for the for the skill, but that's even if it's they're playing games that require skill,
0: but none of them are they're, they're literally just twitch thoughts you know or youtube yeah. thoughts they're just sitting there being <laughs> hot and then people are like oh yeah you make great content <laughs> like, <laughs> like pokimane used to be cool to watch because she'd actually game but now she's like full-blown twitch thought you know what yeah, I mean? like just, she doesn't do anything
1: let's chat
0: yeah it's literally just chatting it's just her it's sitting in a chair chatting and, and things of that nature i'll send you some more stuff about it later but anyway yeah. if you got anything uh you want to throw out there to the listeners and such for this uh if you want to read section now's the um, time i do it,
1: it's not necessarily something to read again it's a video um dave chappelle dropped his video uh eight forty six. i saw and- that on youtube
0: but i haven't watched it yet
1: Oh my gosh! <laughs> you need to watch that. You gotta watch it immediately. It's brilliant, dude. Like, I was like laughing, damn near crying, then laughing again, and then like mad and and ready to, I don't know, just do something and make a change, man. Like, that's uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's only thirty minutes. <laughs> like it's less than thirty minutes, honestly. But it's so worth it. I watched it on my break today, and I just it gave me a different perspective on things and damn how celebrities move and i don't know you'll you'll have to watch it to see for yourself but i definitely highly recommend anybody listening to please go and watch 846 by dave Chappelle.
0: damn damn yeah okay yeah damn well that is i'm gonna have to do it like as soon as i'm editing this video and just have it on the background and listen to it oh my god you you got me right there bro you really did (laughs) (laughs) goodness me well Kenny we did this podcast yet again for zero dollars and zero cents my god indeed how do how do we keep doing this honestly it's kind of stealing really you look at i i don't get it <laughs> that's because we use a site called podcast.com it's the best best place to host your podcast uh, it's got unlimited storage and uh optimized search engine capabilities so that way when you guys are scrolling through uh iheart radio which we're on now by the way uh or podcast or uh you know apple podcasts uh, we come up or like the all you gotta do is type in a little bit and like boom right there we're, we're in there baby like swimwear um, you sure. can get uh, any of these comic book recommendations, which we didn't give you any today, but if you want to check out Comixology, please go check out Comixology. They're please. a great service. If you have Amazon uh, account already, you can just go to your little profile and a couple clicks of the button and boom, you'll have your access to Comixology. Um, yeah, so you can find us on the internet at our official uh, Twitter page. Uh, if in case you guys want to reply to us or give us questions, show us some, some cool stuff to talk about on air at uh, at L-B-O-N podcast uh, on Twitter. That should be it. Yeah, at L-B-O-N podcast. Yes, so. sir. We will, uh, we'll catch you on the next pod, everybody. Stay safe out there. Hug somebody. Tell them you love them. It's just a crazy world we live in right now, Kenny. It
1: is. But, it, <laughs> but things are going to shape up and get better for the future.
0: It really can only go uphill, right? Like, it really, you mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day. So, keep, keep your chin up, everybody. Keep fighting the good fight. We'll catch you next time.